Hey guys, and welcome back to the Black Health Academy podcast. The Black Health Academy is an affordable membership site and community dedicated to the eradication of the most common lifestyle diseases we see in our community. Diseases such as hypertension, obesity, type 2 diabetes, autoimmune, and stress-related illnesses. Be sure to visit theblackhealthacademy.com to join the membership and get in on the conversation. And if you haven't already seen the new site, we just went live um, about a week ago. And it is phenomenal. Jay, what do you think about the new platform for the Black Health Academy? I love it. You've been talking about it for a minute. So I'm happy (laughs) that it's finally up and ready. So everyone who's already, you know, already invested into the Black Health Academy and even the new members get to see even more greatness. So if you haven't already, go ahead and check it out. Yes, yes. It's phenomenal. So um, thank you guys so much for all of you who've already moved over to the new platform. Everybody else, what are you? waiting for uh it is a great wealth of education knowledge everything from plant-based nutrition to ready-made workouts to master classes on how to reverse hypertension so do yourself a huge favor and invest in your health at the blackhealthacademy.com three membership tiers for you to choose from 19 29 39 a month so there are no excuses that's easily uh, a couple meals maybe you know some drinks um so many different things so- we waste our money on i know that i waste much more than that every single week so if you literally are just intentional about how you spend your money and about your health and you know that you don't want different people telling you this and telling you that this person is plant-based this person is a you know carnivore this person you want someone who that you respect you know has the background has the knowledge who has the wisdom and cares so you can get all of these all these different Things like exercise, diet, meal, I mean, all, meal planning, interviews, uh, you know, doctor, what is it, uh, the recommendation for different black doctors. Yes. You can get all of this under one umbrella. So. Yeah, yeah. Can't, it can't, can't, can't really lose. can't lose. Really can't lose. So, guys, welcome to the Black Health Academy podcast. I'm Lisa A. Smith, founder of the Black Health Academy. And as always, joined by my super dope co host, Miss Get Fit with Jay. Who do you <laughs> Jay, I have a major wait what? So I was walking downtown the other day and I look up and I look across the street and I see this older woman walking and I'm like, dang, she looks really familiar, really familiar. And then I hadn't had sugar that day. So it clicked right away. I'm like, oh, I remember who she is. Why was it the lady that we ran into last summer when we did the Detroit Fit Mob? And she, I know it was not that older lady who yes. was super fit, who was like yes. in her 60s. And she ran with Older us. than her 60s, I think. And I asked her how old she was this time because I couldn't remember and she wouldn't tell me. So I ran into her. Now, I don't know her name, so let's just call her Miss Walker. Okay. <laughs> right. So Miss Walker... I was like, I don't know if you remember me, but me and some friends of mine, we were doing like a fitness flash mob last mm-hmm. summer and you came up and was wondering what was going on. I was like, and do you remember me and my two friends? You raced us. You offered to, you know, challenge us in a foot race. Mm-hmm. And she was like, yeah, yeah. I remember she was like, did I beat you? Cause I, I usually do. I was like, well, excuse me, Miss Walker. And I was like, yeah, yeah, you were good. She was like, yeah, people challenge me all the time, right? So I ended up just, you know, kind of walking along with her and Uh chatting. We ended up walking like a mile or two together, just talking and chatting. And I was like, so, like, how is it? Like, do you work out every day? What do you eat? Mm -hmm. And she's like, oh, I walk hours a day. 
She's like, I don't know, even know what to do. I don't know how to sit still. She, mm-hmm. I was like, is, is your, you know, immediate circle just as, you know, fit and do they exercise? She's like, no, nobody, not my family, not anybody. She's like, it's just me. And she's like, they all, you know, they call me the fit old lady. And, you know, I um, usually come out and I do about four hours just walking around the city and stuff. And, you know, just talking to people who, you know, are right, yeah, out and about. Uh, yeah, talking to people who are and about or who look like they're down on their luck. So she'll stop and talk to like a homeless person and try and get their story. And she's like, sometimes I take them and just take them to lunch or something. And basically ministering to, you know, mm-hmm. the, the people in our community. And I was like, wow. And she's like, uh, yeah, she was like, you know, I, I just eat fish and, you know, a lot of vegetables and stuff. And I walk and I walk. She's like, and I, I challenge people, you know, just on the street to run. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. I remember I her. I cannot wait to tell you I ran she into her. into that thing. It was racing. She was phenomenal. In the hot sun. This was not a cloudy, no. No. cool day. I mean, the sun was beating us down. Yes. Even, you know, the kids and I. We're like, okay, I need to get y'all ice water so y'all don't die. Yeah. I I just recently saw the picture we took with her on Facebook. But, you know, what was funny, I was like, do you ever get, you know, do people walk with you? And she was like, I, you know, there's some guys over at the park over there that I talk to sometime and I offer about them food. She's like, I had one guy and I was like, why don't you just walk with me? Why don't you walk with me, you know, up Woodward? And he was like, no, no, that's too hard for me. I can't walk that far. She was like, oh, if we get to McDonald's, I'll buy you anything you want. She was like, don't you know he walked the whole way? Uh, little incentive there. I, I was like, I cannot stand. And so, so then, um, so we end up walking down over to the park where he be at. Mm-hmm. And it was him right there, right? And so he came up and he was like, hey, miss, such and such, how you doing today? He said, you walking down to the McDonald's today? <laughs> Got a few steps in me. I got a few steps in me. I can muster up a few yeah, steps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think got a mile or two under my belt. How far is McDonald's again? <laughs> I was cracking up, but yeah, it was so phenomenal to see her. So, That's what's up. yeah, I kind of wanted to roll her into my weight, what in our driven segment because it's just like you know, it it really is just a number, and you can you can decide your fate when you get older. Things, things are not determined by age. You can really have a really healthy and great quality of life. Be super independent. Not rely on anybody to drive you around, to hold you up, to cook your meals, to do things for you. It's really about being intentional. So that's kind of what I want to talk about in this episode. Yeah, it's also about even if things are irreversible. I think sometimes you can prevent certain things, but sometimes certain things have already happened. And you get so discouraged when they've already happened. You may already be diabetic. You may already have high blood pressure. You may already have these things that it's like, okay, well, too late. You know, and I think a podcast many, many moons ago, we were discussing how people think once they're diagnosed with one thing that they, they think that's it, that, oh, that's what's going to happen to me. No, you can be diagnosed with two, three, four, five things. Yes. You can have diabetes, hypertension, high cholesterol. You can have a thyroid issues. You can have so many different things. You can have arthritis. You're, you're not, it's not like, okay, you got your one thing, go about your business. You still are fighting against thing, illnesses happening to you exactly you're still in a battle i don't even care if there's two things that has already happened to you i remember a friend uh, of a a family a friend and their family member Mm -hmm. passed away and they were diet 
they were diagnosed with diabetes and cancer, but they passed away from something else. Mm. So don't think because you, you know what I'm saying. That's not your one thing. You you still should always fight for the health that you have, mm-hmm. and then you should be fighting to reverse the things that you do have. Absolutely. And also, even if it's chronic or it's it's terminal, some people have been diagnosed with terminal things, and they think that this is it or whatever. But the the quality of life that you have while you're here. Still matters. Still matters. Until you leave this earth, you are still in a battle and you are still in a fight. Yeah. So whether you've been diagnosed, whether you haven't been, whether someone has said you got two, three years, Mm -hmm. whatever it is, you still should be in the fight of your life. Absolutely. And not to mention, that doesn't even mean that it's true. Exactly. Just like I was just talking to you off the record that someone diagnosed with her diagnose someone with irreversible brain damage turns out that wasn't even true. that wasn't the case so while you just throwing the towel in like they said that you know I, right. I, i've got this and i'm not going to be here that may not even be true and, and but you know what it, it comes down to being empowered in your own health and getting in the driver's seat because we allow other people to tell us what's going on with us and then it comes back to what we were talking about last week works without faith Exactly. Right. Works, Works without, without faith. faith. So everyone, it used to be a, a, a thing where, you know, faith without works is dead. Faith without works. I'm a pray about it and I do nothing. Now, I think the entire um, dynamic is shifting to we work without faith. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I'll go through the motions and and drink the water or I'll take the medications or I'll do these steps my physician or my trainer or my coach said to do. I'll build the website for this company. I'll, but I don't believe I'll they're going to buy my product. Job. I it's, don't believe they're But gonna I don't think they're going to call me. I'm going to go to the interview, but I don't believe they're going to call me. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and go to this, you know, um, workout class. I don't think I'm going to lose 100 pounds. Right. I'm going to put the entry into this thing, but I don't think I'm going to win. I, yeah, right. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. much works without faith. And so and much works matters. without faith. And, and you're exactly right. And, and in order to beat the situation, you need a equal equal parts of both. It's not two part work, one part faith. It's not two part faith, one part work. You mm-hmm. need equal for this recipe to, to get results. Right. You know, and we need to start keeping that in mind because your mindset, how with your belief system going into this journey has a huge impact on the outcome. And on top of that, I believe it's even more important to have this mindset because the first two, three, five, six times, whoever knows, you might fail. It's not like works without faith is is bulletproof. Dead. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, it's to give you that armor for the next time you try it and start it up again. You know, like that when that interview said, you know, that job says, oh, send you that rejection letter. And you're like, okay, well, I'm about to fill out another application. Right. I'm about to fill out another application. Like your enthusiasm is not lost because you have the faith. Right. So your, works, your work doesn't falter because of it. But I think people who have worked without faith, they put the work in initially. Mm. I went to the gym out for two weeks mm-hmm. or three weeks. Mm-hmm. It didn't work. Then next thing you know, they're back to the same old habit. But when you have works with faith, you can fail. You have that cushion. You can accept that below and keep pushing. But yes. when when you're just like, okay, I'm going to go to the gym. It didn't work last time. It ain't going to work this time. And then you show up to the gym with minimal effort. 
Um, I'm just going to walk at a three, nice and steady and safe. I'm going to lift no heavier than three pound weights. I'm going to, you know, I don't want to overexert myself. I don't want to be muscular. So, you know, even sometimes our work ain't that good. Our work is not that good. You know, um, we think we're doing a 10, but in reality, we're giving about a five. Exactly. You know, you know? But, yeah. but it feels like a 10 because we're more mentally and emotionally exhausted. Yes. You know, we don't really believe that what we're going to do is going to work. So it's like, hey, I'm here. Hey, whatever. Grab this little tray of meal. Do my little three. We say three um, <laughs> incline or whatever it is for, for, for 10 minutes. But you don't you lack the enthusiasm. Enthusiasm is so important when you want to accomplish something that goes against the grain of how you were brought up. I had someone tell me before, you know, when I challenged them on the way they ate mm -hmm. like i was like you're such a animal lover but yet you eat animals it was like well you know i was brought up that way you know what i'm saying yeah. so now we're asking you to override all the things that you've been doing up Absolutely. until this point yeah and it takes a lot of faith it takes, and work it takes a lot of work to unlearn and to relearn um especially when something is tradition when something is historical when something is nostalgic right mm -hmm. We're used to a big turkey in size. This right. reminds us of, you know, family dinners coming up. And so when you have all those components trying to push back against the new you, mm -hmm. it becomes a major challenge. But I want to go back to something you said about uh, you have that cushion to fail. Also, it's very important what you do with a perceived failure. You know, when you don't get a job, I, I recently I was um, I applied for a couple speaking engagements a couple months ago and one of them emailed me back and he was like, you know, we got a lot of submissions, you know, the typical email. Unfortunately you weren't chosen, right. you know, and I immediately emailed back and I'm like, thank you so much. Um, if you have the mind, if you, you know, have the time, would you mind telling me what I could have done better or mm -hmm. why I wasn't chosen, you know? Um, so it's very important to, use a perceived failure as a learning opportunity as a stepping stone. absolutely yeah any, you know any quote unquote failure is a stepping stone and you know you laughed earlier oh you know podcast earlier when i was like i don't understand why when something happens to people they don't look into it and think like okay what lesson can i have learned in this i sound <laughs> so naive like still funny yeah still funny <laughs> but i really believe this i really believe wholeheartedly that when something happens to you, there is such an opportunity for growth and to learn. I'm going to need for your face never to look like that again. It's so, hot. No. Oh, get over yourself. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> Go sorry, on with your point. But anyway, there is such an opportunity for you to learn and for you to grow. Yeah. There's something that happened that triggered whatever the next step was whether you didn't get the position or whether you didn't so why don't you dig a little deeper to figure out what that was yeah. i don't think i mean some things are based on luck i mean you know it's a number thing maybe 200 applications were put in or maybe you didn't lose that weight because sometimes maybe it just simply wasn't long enough or you know whatever the reason was but don't automatically go into that default setting of, I guess this won't work. Mm. I guess this won't happen. I right. guess, I guess this wasn't meant for me because there's so many things that <laughs> quite simply aren't meant for you. But you know what, Jay? Like the world is just so average. It just really annoys <laughs> me. Go. 
you know, I was just sitting here thinking, like, you know, the best ideas are in the graveyard. 80% of the people who try and lose weight never do. You know, most people buckle with fear and failure. You know, it's like, at what point are you going to rise up and be above average? Remember that episode we did where we, we talked about um, people doing just enough to say they they yes. met the quota and did what they were supposed to do? Yeah. You, yeah, said, yeah. you said drink half my body weight in ounces of water. At least I drank 100 ounces. Mm-hmm. Why would I drink another sip? Mm-hmm. Right? And so... Because I was, I was thinking today about the averageness of the, of people. Like most people truly work just enough to, to meet the quota, to, to do what was asked of them. And, and, and those who can get away with not meeting the quota try their best to. And <laughs> evaluate who you are as a person. Not just looking at it. Don't, don't compartmentalize weight loss or health. Oh, yeah. How you do anything is how you do everything. Yeah. And so who are you as a person? If you're trying to lose weight, get off medications, feel your best, how do you perform in every area to make that happen? It's not the method, it's you. It's not the strategy, it's you. It's it's typically the end user that's the problem, not the strategy, mm-hmm. not the methodology, because there's a thousand ways to, to reach the same goal. And if you've tried uh, uh, 999 of them, suffice it to say, it's you. Yeah, but also it's not—it's not just you. It's also as we were discussing earlier. It's our 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 surroundings. You know, being in Detroit—that's an excuse. It's an excuse. It, it is an excuse if you're. It's that, a nice one. But yeah, it's still it's an a excuse. Nice, it's, a, it's a nice one, and it's um, a common one. And the more common something is, we got to dig deeper and really address that because. You can say all day, well, how you do anything is how you do everything and the end user and stuff like that. But if you are that person who, because maybe you are a um, great student, mm-hmm. you've gotten your PhD, but you aren't. So the how you do anything and how you do everything is how you do everything. Sometimes that's not true. Some people can be really great and go really hard in one area and not the other. Oh, no, I understand that. I understand that, but it depends on what what's on the line. I'm not saying that because you're great academically that that's going to make you great in a relationship or something. Mm-hmm. Like I, I understand that, but there's underlying qualities that follow you everywhere. Okay. Yeah, there is a such thing as just naturally talented or something, or this math comes easier to me than it comes to you. Yeah, we get that, but there's underlying qualities. Usually, a quitter is just always a quitter. Okay. Usually a, a person who, you know, is a complainer is just going to complain about everything. Usually, you know, if you're not responsive, you're not a finisher. If you're a starter, but you're not a finisher, you usually are like that across the board. And so don't look within before you, you know, last um, clasp onto these external excuses and reasons. Okay. Yeah, that's true. That's definitely. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that everybody that's great at something or anything that's great or bad at something. But I just, I was just thinking about today, like how sad it makes me that so many people quit, so many people just give up, so many people are in love with the idea of of doing as little as possible to get the most. But here's the thing: there's no sweat equity. Here's the thing, though: your idea of most. It's not the same idea. Like, 
I was recently getting, I think I was venting to you about how does one live check to check, but turn down overtime? How does yes. one, or, or try to do an outside hustle outside your, your nine to five or whatever your shift is. How do you say you want something and then all you got to do is work harder than what you're used to, but you're not willing. So they don't think they're doing the most, do they? Yes, they do, though, because if a job says you have to be here 40 hours, you show up on time, do your 40 40 hours. I know people who think that's doing the most. I don't miss a day of work. I'm never late. (laughs) I do what I'm supposed to do when I'm there. But I'm like, what about that extra mile for yourself? Because I remember going to a personal trainer and he would say, give me 15 reps. And then when I hit 15, one more for yourself. Like, don't just stop there. Don't just stop there. That's what I asked you to do. But what you going to do for, for you? yourself? What right. you going to do that wasn't asked of you? Exactly. Like, always trying to push a little harder than what was asked of you. Yes. Not just what's expected and what's asked. Like, do something for yourself to impress yourself. Like, okay, he asked me for 15. I gave him 20. They say 40 hours. But if possible, I'm going to do 50 hours because, you know, I need this extra money. Or why well, go home and sit on my behinds? Or I know they said drink 50 ounces of water, but I'm going to do 70. I'm Okay, I know my wife likes a bouquet of flowers every uh, month. I'm going to do every two weeks. I, you know, I know I need to read a book every, you know, three months or whatever. I'm going to read. Like, no one wants to do that. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I can't wrap my brain around it. I can't wrap my brain around the mediocrity. Yeah, I cannot because there's very few people who challenge mediocrity. Exactly. Uh, like when, exactly. when we first started getting plant based and when we first started exercising, it was so much resistance to the acceptance of this lifestyle. But there was no there was no resistance to drinking and driving. There was no resistance to partying. There was no resistance to any of the things that you should have been like, hey, wait a minute. That you should, right, that you should be hey. stopping me in my tracks. Yeah, and there was right. no, but oh. But as soon as you oh, decide you to not dairy? eat meat or fried food <laughs> or ice cream, everybody want to have an intervention. Yeah, who you think you are, you ain't going to live forever. I mean, it's like, wow. That is, you know? yeah, and, and I think it's a cultural thing too. You know, I believe it's a little more in, in our community is, does that happen when you try and do something that's, perceived as positive or good for you you know yeah for sure and you get more you get more you get more flack for it you get more antagonized about it almost damn near shunned because oh yeah you i hope you come and i hope you gonna eat some of this like do you remember when i told you that that someone actually was like if i win this bet you're going to eat a piece of meat. I'm like, why would you even want me to compromise? Why would yep, you even want me that. to compromise my, my, it goes deeper than my goals or it, Right. It That's was like, like telling somebody, oh, you've been, you've been, you've been sold for six months. If I win this bet, you're going to take a drink. Girl, different than that. If I win this bet, you ain't going to be Catholic no more. Right. That's how deep, that's how serious I am. You're disrespecting my whole you, you life. you disrespecting my whole life. This is who I am. Eat a piece of chicken. What do I look like to you? It, it, it made me so upset, not in a mad way, but in a disappointed way, because it's like, why would you even want me to do that? Exactly. Well, I, all I do is preach about how bad the, all the, stere- I mean, the, um, steroids and all of the the things that they put into meat is 
doing to our system and how much you need to eat plants and how and then you say if i want this bed you eat some meat like we not only got to watch what we put in our body we got to watch the company that we keep as well i agree you know i did a speaking engagement um about two weeks ago and it was at someone's house she had about i don't know about 10 15 people come over and um asked me to come and speak and so like it was phenomenal we had a good time it was one young lady in the audience who challenged me a little bit about me saying that genetics don't matter as much as diet and lifestyle. She's like, no, I don't think that's true. Mm-hmm. Right. And so we kind of went back and forth about it a little bit. Right. So anyway, I was talking about a week later to the woman who, you know, invited me to come. And she was like, I was like, so how was the food? Because it was a, a plant based potluck. So everybody bought a plant based dish. So I was like, so how was the food? You know, how was the rest of the event? Because I had to run after I spoke. She was like, it was nice. It was cool. She was like, you know, the one young lady in the audience. I was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. She was like, I mean, she put cheese in her dish. Because she's like, she was like, I'm not doing all that. So she brought, she was like, that's the only dish we had that wasn't plant-based. Are I, you kidding me? Jay, I was, I could not believe it. Why did you even agree to come? Why did you even participate if you were going to try and sabotage? These people are just trying to have one meal. One meal with no animal products, and you're gonna put cheese in your dish. I have no idea, but I was so shocked by that. She and 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 my friend and the lady who invited me, I was shocked, and she was like, "Oh, girl, don't worry about her. That's just the way she is. She always do stuff like that." And I'm like, "This is just too messed up. That something like that is not even don't even blink don't even blink we don't even blink at somebody trying to sabotage our, our our good deeds that we're trying to do for ourselves because we don't look at it as sabotage you know how um we say people people are like i always been like that and it's like oh they always been like that and they accept themselves and people accept them but it's like at some point you have to be like i'm gonna try to do better just because you always been like that doesn't make it okay i always been like that it's such you a know horrible how I thing am. to say that makes it even worse if you've always been like that <laughs> you should be tired of yourself <laughs> you should be of, tired of yourself i'm so sick of you yeah what happened to a evolving but i know even as i said this culture of ours Speaking of culture, what I be having so many long, deep conversations with myself. (laughs) Well, what happened now? (laughs) Okay, in my brain, I was thinking about cultures. And I was thinking about how we have to build our own... You know how... Okay, let me slow my brain. (laughs) So slow your brain down. The reason why we're so messed up. The reason why we're so messed up is because we don't... And I know shunning people and I know things like that are not good, but it is. We don't have a society where if a man doesn't take care of his kids, he's shunned. Mm. We don't have a society because he's going to find 20 other dudes that, that don't take care of their kids either. Or even if they do take care of 20 other women that would, would still be with him with kids that he don't take care of. But I'm not even talking about romantic. I'm just saying like our fam- like the families. Mm-hmm. Your mom and your some cultures they will turn your their back on you like like Jehovah Witnesses. If you even talk to people that aren't Jehovah Witnesses, they will turn their you back violate, on you. Yeah. But in our culture, you can be anything. You can beat your woman. You can do drugs. You can steal. You can lie. You can you can do whatever you want. And then there's always going to be a subculture. You always have a set, tribe. You got your mom. You always got a tribe. You always got a tribe. And I think that's a problem with us in in general. Just as 
black, just a black race. I agree. We I agree. don't have anything that we say we will not accept, accept. or our whole entire culture will turn our back That's on right. you. And we need that. Every society has that. Like the Indian culture, you know, Muslim, they wear their hair wrapped. They better not catch that one without their head wraps or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yep. There's some deep rooted, deep seated, non-negotiable values that you better abide in the culture by. that you better abide by. And that is so, so very true. Yeah, we don't have not one single thing. I don't care. What, oh, I said I set my dog on fire last week. There's going to be somebody who knows, a hundred people that knows that. And they're going to embrace you. Yeah. And I feel like we we need things that it's like if you do this thing. Like in Jamaica, for instance, a man has to work hard. A man has to be a provider. You will be so frowned upon if you are not a provider and if you cannot take care of your family, you cannot take care of your woman, you will be shamed. I don't care if you, that's how they got 10 jobs. I don't care if you got to have 20 jobs. You better not need that woman to work to, to I mean, of course, women work there. But right, but. You better not yeah. need her to hold you up. And and that's what is expected. That's we don't so have true. no type of culture. None. Yep. And I was like, wow, we, we, anything goes. Anything is tolerated. And you know what else? Um, from an economic standpoint, we almost can't afford to have a culture, right? Because we, we don't have the economic strength to build our own community and stand for something. So for example, did I tell you when I was listening to Dr. Claude Anderson and he was talking about how every other community whether it's italian polish asian white whatever they have two incomes and black people are the only race that has one income did i tell you about that okay so essentially black people are the only race in the country that doesn't have a community we have neighborhoods but we don't have a community meaning we don't have our own community of stores churches a bunch of businesses where we can spend our money and our dollar can completely circulate over and over again right Mm -hmm. so we have we go and spend our money in other communities right we'll go to little italy we'll go to chinatown we'll go to polish communities we'll go you know and spend our money at their businesses so every other race has two incomes theirs and ours black people are the only race that has one income that made me sad. It made it, Jay. It blew my mind. It blew my mind. So we don't because they have their own, just like in Dearborn, right? right, right, right. They have their own government. Right, they right, run in for right, right. and they're controlling their stuff. They they are economically sound enough to say what will and won't fly. I mean, obviously, outside of money, there's just some cultural things that's tradition, like you were saying that we want, but we don't even have that financial stability to create some some borders literally and physically physically you know what i mean like and morally it's just like anything goes because we'll go anywhere to get money to spend money to whatever and we'll you know try and merge ourselves with their culture and we'll you know and so it it, it's really it's really a deep-seated problem Everybody else has two incomes and we only have one. 
Wow, I feel like we should just click off the podcast. <laughs> we'll catch you guys next week. We'll While, we catch- While we mourn. Seriously. While we mourn. Seriously. Really- it is so powerful. We don't have our own community centers next to our own churches, next to our own laundromats. When next tries, to our own- we tear it. Down. And, and I don't get that either. Why do we? I don't know. I, 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 I mean, don't... we're also the only culture where our music literally bashes us. Oh yeah, we talk about that a lot. There's it, no I, other genre of music. Just yesterday, where they tear each other down. Just yesterday, I went to 107.5, and then I went to 95.5. 95.5 five was literally saying, um, "I'm so happy when you smile." And then it was talking about a girl. Turn to 107.5. Mm-hmm. That more urban station. More urban station. I want to see you twerk. Girl, I want to see you tw- go back to 95 point. And it just went. They have so much. They don't. Like even even Eminem. He, he, he caters to the black culture. Yes, right? Yes. We, we, we listen to him a lot. Yes. He knows that. Yes. But never does he talk about. It's not in him. It's not in other races to degrade women. Period. Yeah, it's a learned behavior. And then we, and then the kids grow up listening to this. The, the adults listen to this, and so it becomes okay to sell poison to your own people. It, it becomes okay to be obese when everybody on every song is telling you how big your booty is and how much it should shake, right? It, and, 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 and it becomes okay when everybody's making songs and, and blog posts about the thick, curvy girl. Like, all of this is okay. All of this is okay. We normalize it quickly. We normalize it so quickly to the point that the opposite of it is what we complain about. Like, you were just telling me about Jeezy's son graduating... Mm-hmm. And then probably going, like, going to an Ivy League school, and they're mad at this rapper because his son it's has graduated well. with we honors. Listen to you talking about you know cooking up something in the kitchen. Now your, your how dare your son graduate with honors? Like I wasn't. First of all, it's entertainment. Secondly, is this what y'all were modeling? Is this what y'all were modeling? A hundred percent. Because if somebody hears you talking about something that they don't believe is available to them. It becomes offensive. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It becomes offensive. What do you think about this? So I was listening to um, Eric Thomas E.T. talk about, on his podcast, about talking to people on the same level. Like when he was talking about buying furniture, that really, really, really expensive furniture. And he's like, I don't try to talk about this really expensive furniture to people who don't have a lot of money. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I feel the same way about entrepreneurship. I don't even tell people that I own or even try and tell them what I do. At really? All. Yeah, nope. I learned that. Mm-mm. Really? Yeah, yeah. Like I was kind of torn. I'm like, you only talk to people that has a lot of, I mean, talk to people with a lot of money about things that cost a lot of money because of broker mindset. Or someone who's broke. I don't think broker is a word. But someone who's broke wouldn't understand why you'll spend 60000 on a couch, which I don't think is true. But Or talk to an entrepreneur, talk to a 9 to 5 mindset about being an entrepreneur because they want to, and I don't think that's true either Mm -hmm. um no i totally get it i I know i can totally understand like i'll be somewhere where somebody's having a conversation about working and how much they hate their job and they not leaving or whatever or talking about doing something that they don't feel they need the job to do i could do this on my own or something like that and you know me i'll jump straight into like well you should start your own business or you should do this blah blah and i just started shutting that down 
like the I can tell certain mindsets mindsets that aren't going to be receptive to it. Right. I, I mean, but but there you go. Certain mindsets are not receptive to it. It has nothing to do with you having a nine to five. It's who you are as a person. Right. Right. Like somebody who has a million dollars can talk to uh, a person with a nine to five that only makes, let's say, $12 an hour about buying a $60,000 couch, $60, couch. And that person would be like, because they can envision themselves being a millionaire. It, I, I just think. Few and far between. You think? Yeah. Yeah, 100%. So you think most people are like, whoa, that's a ripper. Why would you do that? Right, that's that's expensive. That's too much money. Like, you did what? You're doing what? That's, wow. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very few. Yeah, I, I believe that's definitely a minority. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. And it almost becomes, um, there's a certain energy that I want when I talk about certain things. Like, to have to do with business and stuff. Right. And some people on that level, because they can't see themselves getting where you are, and that and not, it doesn't have to be financially. Just I can't see myself never working for somebody, or I can't see myself losing this much weight because they can't see themselves there. They don't know what type of conversation to give you. They okay. don't even know how to go back and forth about stuff. Okay, I don't okay. know if that makes sense. No, no, or, or they can't that. even comprehend what you're doing. It's just a, a completely foreign concept. And so I, I can almost tell immediately when it's just going to be me saying something and then be like, oh, <laughs> that's great. You, what, what's a membership site? Like everything is so foreign that I just shut it all down. Cause it, it's quickly going to be turned into me teaching. <laughs> <laughs> I can see you getting caught up in that one. Yeah, I guess, I guess, I guess, I guess I see that, but I don't know. It kind of, it bothered me a little bit because. Oh, it was like it just sounded real. I I agree with him 100%. When he but you said you don't you think you should have any type of conversation with anybody and then figure it out later. Get a feel for, I guess get a feel for that person, not if you aren't on my level. Well, why don't you talk about being plant-based vegan all the time? You you say you done made it a point not to say nothing. Why not? Hmm. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> that was funny. Um I guess because it's not with the assumption that people will not understand or not disagree with me. I mean, not agree with me. It's just that I guess my guard is up now. And if you don't agree with me, which is nine times out of ten, you won't. I'm not in the mood to defend myself. So I'm not just going into it assuming like, okay, you don't, you eat meat and I eat plants. You won't understand my language. It's just that. You, you know if, the typical conversation. The typical, the typical conversation. And I've, and I've, I've been, I've been there and done that so many times. So I don't assume because you don't eat it that you won't understand the language. Right. But it's just that I've worn myself so down when you don't understand it that it's like I don't even really want to run the risk yeah. of taking this small window. And I think that's how most people feel when they're trying to change their health. Um, like, wait, okay, so you're, well, first of all, what's plant-based, number one? Okay, you're actually like, how you do that? What, what, and you don't do this? Oh, and so, because I get that from clients all the time. Like, I was trying to explain to so-and-so, and they come ask me, like, Lisa, how do I explain this? Here's the thing. So, I'm at my desk. I stopped and got a bagel. 
And so I'm at my desk. Lady walks over. I'm spreading avocado on my bagel. She walks over to my desk, looks at the bagel, and said, I guess I'm just going to stay fat my whole life and walk away. <laughs> uh, walk away. We we going to shut this skinny train down, honey. We walked away. Not boarding. No thank no, you. No thank you. Bags will not be unpacked up in here. No. I said, wait a minute. Come back. Come back. Come on. Don't do that. Don't do that. Why you say that? She like, first of all, it's green. I said, go bye. But where am I going to go from here when you just talk about the color? You don't even have any substance to this thing. So, yeah, she was like, first of all, it's green. Like, grow up. You sound like you're like eight years old right now. I can't right believe now. people are still so anti the color green. Yes, they are very much anti. I cannot believe it. When it comes it. to smoothie, anything, Everything. Anything That's green. green. When did green become so doggone bad because it was not, it's like the, the the test with the mice the mice you know the kid with the mice anything white they saw they didn't un, unlearn it you remember that, that no test? no but i get it yeah they something with the kid with the baby anytime they saw the color white they would make a loud screaming noise or something like that and they never reversed it so the kid was always afraid when they seen and that's what green like when you're a kid all the green food to you as a kid was nasty. So as an adult, when did you ever take the time to say, oh, wait a minute, it may not be. And it's just a color. Okay, well, let's just break this down now. You guys all need to break this psychological barrier that you have from your childhood with green. Okay? Everybody nod right now listening. Just nod. Wherever you are, (laughs) just nod and realize that this is just a psychological childhood fear. You're an adult now. You're bigger than a color. (laughs) And just because it's green does not determine its taste, its flavor, or its value. Okay? Can we just get past that? Yeah, I think we need to get past that i've said it it's been said is that i launch into this automatically default um explanation anytime somebody see me drinking a smoothie they were like what you drinking a smoothie i know it looks this this, and you instantly start defending your food i instantly started because when i because i can you know some things you've been eating so long and you can't see it anymore but every time i'm drinking my smoothie i see it through other people's lenses i see the fact that it's green and it has these things from, uh, you know, chia seeds. And I see what they see. And I'm like, I know how it looks. But that's, I promise you, it's delicious. You should try it. It's not, it doesn't taste Or like not. A, I'm just not going to defend who I am. Well, because I want people to try it. Let them ask. Like, I, how much, it's so exhausting. It's so exhausting. Like, I want you to challenge yourself for one week to do you without explanation. I mean, that goes without saying because a lot of times people just look and don't ask. So. Right, but I don't want you to start explaining yourself when nobody's actually to explain yourself. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, we want to help people when they request it for sure, but I'm not going to say, oh, this is such and such, and I know it looks gross, but it's not what you think. No, it doesn't look gross. It looks so delicious to me, and I'm about to smash. <laughs> and I refuse right. because when I, especially last time, because I was like, they was like, "What's in it?" And it didn't even sound good, not even to my own ears. <laughs> <laughs> not even to my own ears, it didn't sound good. I was like, "Okay, it has." I try to start with bananas because you know bananas. Uh, I know you're gonna be on board with the bananas. <laughs> yeah, I was like bananas, blueberries, but then I was like, 
spinach, avocado, peanut butter. <laughs> okay, hear me out, hear me I out. Hear, hear me out, right? The spinach is good. It's got a good finish. I was like, yeah, I was like, yeah, avocado, peanut butter. I know that. Hear me out, hear me out. I know that. But yeah, I was like, uh, oh, but the avocado doesn't, it smooths it out. The spinach doesn't have that much of a Jay, taste. just shut it down. Listen, we, we are change makers. We are influencers in the health and wellness space. You do not have to explain yourself. And I want you to stop. Everybody, I want all you guys to stop. If you're making a change for your life that has to do with getting healed and getting better physically or mentally, just do. Just do. Don't All explain. Right. Remember we went to one. yoga at the um, palace and uh, the, that, the yoga teacher, I think his name was Yoga Dan. I really liked him because he said, I'm not, I'm not a human being. I'm a human doing. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. So I just want all you guys to be humans doing. Just do. Just do. Without explanation. It's so tough. We always feel like we got to explain to somebody why we don't want to go out this weekend because we decided to be more financially. Oh, let me let me explain. You know, I know my girls used to me doing happy hour or they're used to me, you know, going shopping or taking charge or saying yes to everything. And now I've decided to be more responsible in this one area. Just do. Just be a human doing because it's going to get so exhausting if you create a habit or like you used to say, Jay, create a culture within yourself of <laughs> I explaining. Did, I did used to say that. Wow, we go through phases of just saying something. <laughs> right. You have to create a culture within yourself. But yeah, create a culture within yourself of not explaining your new choices to people. And guess what? If you up and decide to make another new choice two weeks later, do it. Okay, well, help me out on this one. How do I go to lunch by myself? I know this is uh, very off topic, but I don't know how to turn people down from wanting to go to lunch with me all the time. Oh, because I was really confused. So it's not the fact that you're afraid to be alone. You know, no, no, you I love desire being alone. to be alone. But every time somebody always wants to go to lunch with me or break with me and I don't know how to say no. <laughs> it's a nightmare. I low-key would never have that problem. Oh my God. It, it, and it sounds like Jay really, no, Jay for real. It's a, a so you don't know how to politely ask someone to let you be alone for lunch. No, I don't know how to, and I always want to be alone. <laughs> yeah, you got to practice. You got to finagle the system because you have to go to lunch at the same time. That's the first no, question. No, okay, so but you, but we because it, it makes it harder because we don't have a set lunch or set breaks. They be like, "Where are you about to go? Lunch? All right, I'm about to log out. No, don't, don't, don't <laughs> log out." Don't just stay doing what you were doing. I'm fine. Even if they've already taken a 15 minute break, they'll, they'll get still up and go with me. you. Like you're so likable. Oh my! Oh my God! It's your fault for being likable. I'm like, but I like Kanye. Like I love. I'm friendly, but I hate people. You won't understand. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. But I don't want to get me out of this. I'm serious. I'm dead serious. I don't know how to tell people now. Oh, I don't know how to tell you without telling you to be direct. I don't, I don't, I can't even fix my brain around saying some fancy sentence. I don't, I have no idea. What, yeah, I don't, because I don't have the patience for trying to come up with stuff. Right. To try other than it. the truth. But yeah, like, other than the truth. I want to be alone. Um, can you not? To spare somebody's feelings. Not to, not saying that it will hurt their feelings. Because I'm not saying say it in a mean way, but... No, I'm just gonna go. To, I'm just gonna go um, by myself today. 
that I don't even see that as a problem. But to you, it sounds harsh. And it's not just a today. If it was just a today thing, it'd be, but it's like every day, I never want company. You know what I'm saying? Like, I never want to go to lunch. You want to take that time alone. Yeah, exactly. So I'm going to have to figure that one out. I don't like it. Well, why don't you just say that, though? I don't want her to hurt feelings. You know? I don't think you will. I think it'll be mad respect. You know you'll get a fan club at every job you go to. Like, I I will prefer to take my lunch alone from now on. <laughs> that don't even sound like me. Like That's that what I'm saying. Even... I don't know what to tell you because I don't know how to say it without just saying what I want. Yeah, going forward. <laughs> like <laughs> From this point on. Yeah. <laughs> Gather around, everyone. From this point forward, I'm going to. I don't want to repeat myself. You know, you don't want to repeat yourself. You say it once. This applies to everyone, okay? Would you rather? Oh, good. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. All right. Would you rather always be a people pleaser and do everything so you won't hurt anybody's feelings, or always be that person that come off way too harsh uh, and, and always just like tongue a little too sharp? Tongue a little too sharp. Tongue a little too sharp. There you go. You should be at lunch every day by yourself from now on. <laughs> but see, the thing about it is when your tongue is a little too sharp, people adapt. Right. They adapt. Exactly. Exactly. That's how I know you will have a fan club. Not only will they adapt, Jay, they will defend you. New people that come, that like you, they be like, oh no, she take her lunch by herself. We'll see you when you get back, Jay. <laughs> like they will adapt and defend you. All right, I'm going to try it because I don't want to take a nap. Just like I know you could defend me. Like, nah, her shoulder cold, but she cool as... <laughs> don't you dare say nothing about the homie. Like, I know you would defend me, my character. <laughs> yeah, that's I'm like, I don't know why she's like that. <laughs> I know you won't run my name well, through the right, mud. I mean, why wouldn't I? I'm like, she don't like hearing her downtime with other people. That's so unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was her. Oh, yeah, I'm so fake. <laughs> That's odd. <laughs> <laughs> she wants to help people. She doesn't want to be around people. Wow. But yeah, all right. You're right. You're right. People will defend you. No, yeah. Because yeah. I think it's as harsh as you think it is. You you remember when I even I would have a problem with um, asking if someone texts me or call me and say, who is this? You is still that- got that problem, right? Talking about when I had. <laughs> yeah. Why are you using past tense, homie? Don't let these people think you cured. Okay. So let's explain to the people. <laughs> How crazy is this, friends? Jay, if somebody texts her from just a phone number and no name comes up and she doesn't can't figure out who it is through the context, she will continue to have a conversation with somebody <laughs> never knowing who it is because she's scared to ask, who is this? I don't want to hurt their feelings. Oh my God, you're like a net case. That is so insane to me. I don't want to, and they, because a lot of times when someone texts me, and I recognize them. They'd be so happy that they're texting me. Like, hey, girl. I'm, I'm thinking about doing um, a Benihana's on Friday. Let me know if you want to I see you there. I don't even know who right. I'm like, I can't say who is this. You are so weird. <laughs> if you don't start shutting these people down. Oh, wasn't yeah, it one time like, I was with you and I wanted to snatch the phone out your hand yes. and you wouldn't let me? I'm like, what it's in the always heck? something super happy like that. It'll be like, I miss you so much. And you'll be like, miss you too. I, said, I, I literally said, that's when you want to snatch. I was like, I miss you too. <laughs> I don't, if, oh, I'm sure I do though. No, I just don't you, know. <laughs> you are a nutcase. So, yeah, I know. I just don't want to hurt nobody's feelings. Who 
you are. It's so weird. You're like this. What's that person? That two faced person? They got one side that because you will curse a mug out in the hot second because they deserve it. You know what I mean? And your mind, like anybody who they deserved it, they deserved it at that moment. <laughs> Y'all in a good mood, like my boo Jay. Let me see. Oh, I can just picture them smiling. I'm like, who is this? Ah oh, man, you just gotta. I just gotta keep talking. You, you to ruin you the mood. Context clues. You know that is so crazy. You're so weird, man. No, whatever. <laughs> All right, you want to wrap up with a game of Would You Rather? Okay, okay, go ahead. You go first. So listen, y'all. I introduced this game. Uh, uh, a few days ago. Why have we been seeing each other so much? Would you rather is a board game. First of all, it ain't your idea. Don't be acting like you know Would it. you rather is a whole board game, but me and my uh, my children condensed <laughs> it into just asking questions. Don't try to jump into our game and act like it was just a board game. Don't don't minimize me and my, my children. You guys say children. You can't say kids. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, a game my children and I do, and we just ask each other as we we usually do this. When I want my kids to get off their uh, devices, and we, I want to bond with them. Because, FYI, I force my kids every week to do a family time thing. So, it's off the devices. We play whatever. Watch movies, whatever. Whoever shouts out something first, that's what we do. Movie, okay. Board games, okay, whatever. But we play this game called Would You Rather. So, I introduced Lisa to it. <laughs> I played Would You Rather before. I got the board game. But it's cards. It's things going around the board. It's all. Oh, we never do that. We just use the actual cards. Oh, so y'all don't follow the rules? No, no, we don't play with the board at all. I don't think I've ever ever played with the board. I think that's a culture thing too. Black people like to get board games and just make up their own rules. Right? No, we just take out the word board and just play the game. Everybody know that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I I knew it. (laughs) 100%. 100%. All right, go ahead. You first. Um, okay. Would you rather have lunch with Michelle Obama or Beyonce? Michelle Obama, of course. Yeah, that'd be real awkward with Beyonce because, you know. Why would that be awkward? Because Michelle Obama makes it obvious that she has layers to herself. You know, she's uh-huh. this. She's a mom. She went to uh, college, got this degree. Then she stopped working. She started doing this whole school thing. Like, there's so many things I could be like, well, would you, what made you do that? But Beyonce, it's like. You don't know enough about so her. So your then. mom sold your, 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 stuff, your <laughs> tour stuff? Okay. How do you feel about the paparazzi? Like, I, I don't, you know what I mean? I wouldn't know about anything about Beyonce. Okay. So would you rather. Every day, wake up to somebody slapping the mess out of you <laughs> or pouring ice cold water on you. <laughs> Slap me all day. Really? Yes. I mean, I'm, I'm talking about a handprint left on your face, man. Oh, pain? Well, no, I don't want pain. Oh, you know it's going to be a nice little smack? No. Literally <laughs> slap some sense into you or out of you or ice cold water on you every morning. Every morning. Every single morning. Just one slap? One slap, one hard slap. Ice cold water, I guess. Yeah, I think I would definitely. Yeah, ice cold not water. the face. Not yeah, the be face. stinging for a good 10, 15 minutes. Yeah, that's whack. Okay, would you rather be famous or infamous? So, famous like, you know, I don't know, Michelle, or or infamous like Asada Shakur? Infamous, all day. 
infamous all day because famous, it doesn't matter whether people love you or hate you. They just want to be in your business, in your face, paparazzi. But infamous, you got respect and there's going to be a certain following to you. Mm-hmm. It's only certain people are going to want to know about you and, and follow your moves. And it's not going to be a whole lot of flash, flash, flash. But the people who are doing that know so much about you that they, they can't help but to respect you. Yeah, it's going to be you know? tribe. Yeah, anybody that kind of goes against the grain and the status quo and stands up. Um, for some type of like injustice, whether it's a disagreement or not on whether or not it is an injustice, is always has like a cult like following. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Would you rather every time you did a speaking engagement, somebody in the crowd shouts real loudly, "Stop lying!" <laughs> or <laughs> or they say, "Shut up! You just want attention." <laughs> This is such a stupid one. <laughs> this is so ridiculous. No, which one? <laughs> Shut up, you just want attention. Because <laughs> I would die laughing every time. No, you wouldn't. Yes, I would. Yeah, no, you not. wouldn't. I don't know. That's so, that's so, that was so stupid. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> okay, would you rather... Bike 100 miles or swim 100 miles? Well, bike, of course, because I love bike riding. That was annoying. I thought you were going to have a more scientific answer. Oh, bike, of course, because I love bike riding. Oh, yeah, because it does good for your back, your No, no, no. I was thinking of more like breakdown because I'm just like, I don't know. So bike. (laughs) Right. I'm like, what what would your answer be? No, because I'm thinking about swimming seems like biking seems like it just take out your legs. Swimming seems like it take out your whole body. Well, not really, not necessarily. Because there's a lot well, with biking too. There's a lot of rest in between both. You know, you can rest float or you can just cruise. Like have you ever rode a bike and you just let um, your body just chill while the pedals keep moving? Yeah. yeah. So either well, way I don't a hundred miles, you're not gonna get much of that. I mean you you're not gonna get as much cruising as you think. So definitely biking. You'll get more cruising on a bike than you will swimming. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Swimming, you... But, but you have slow. to complete the mile, so you'll just be going slower on swimming. Mm-hmm. I mean, you'll, it'll take you a long time to get through mm-hmm. those miles. Mm-hmm. Okay, one more, go. Okay. If you had to see the world... Oh, no, that's not a would you rather. Would you rather see the world in black and white, or would you see the rather see the world in just one color? Oh... Black and white. Really? Yeah, I can't think of one color that I want to see the whole world in all the time. So it wouldn't be purple, is what you're saying? No. I thought that would be real purple. That sounds horrible. It does? Yeah. Just like purple. Like... Yeah. Purple is my favorite color, color, but my favorite neutral color is gray. I love gray. I didn't know you could have a favorite color and then have a favorite neutral color. 100%. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. Yep. Oh, breaking up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I ain't, I ain't cut from the same mold. No, no, no. You make your own rules. Yep. All right. Or accent color. To your favorite color. Okay. Yeah. So that that that's my choice. You would rather see the world in one color? I think black and white too. What did you? What? You didn't ask me. I hadn't thought about it. Yeah, definitely black and white. <laughs> definitely black and white. Yeah. Yeah. I wish I could have black and white in like an accent color. Like everything black and white, but it's like that tree over there is like in purple. 
But if it has to be just black, you know, black and white or a color, I'm definitely gonna go with black and white. Oh, let's do a quick um, rapid fire. I forgot how rapid fire goes. You know, we just yell out two things. You gotta pick it. Okay, you first. Like Michelle Beyonce. You know, like that. Oh, God, we haven't played this in so long. Okay, go. Okay. Um, my mother was by sight origin. Okay. Hearing or seeing? Seeing. Okay. Car or truck? Car. Uh, cruise or speed? Speed. I knew it. Same thing, no shame. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> can't never slow down. Okay. Um, uh, You're going slow for this rapid fire. I know I am. I should already have them together. Uh, music or books? Books. Oh, oh dang. No. I just knew you were going to say music. Oh, my God. Yeah, music. You're right. Okay. One more. Um, boy or girl? Oh, I'm like, you cannot do that to me. Dang. Oh. Can you opt out of it? You simply don't know? <laughs> that don't mean you choose between your kids. I know. I don't. I literally don't know. Oh, dang. No, you got to pick something. I'm going to say girl. My rapid fire. Oh, how difficult. I almost like Bryson. Listen, listen. <laughs> I swear to God, she said it wasn't personal. Um, okay. All right. Um, <laughs> you stressed out. Right, 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 right. I'm like, okay, all right. 92.3 or 97.9. What? You don't listen to radio? Who are those people? <laughs> you know what they are. They've been around for years. Why are you upset? 92.3. I knew you knew what it was. You are so upset. <laughs> Leggings or dress? Leggings. Oh, you'll put on a short dress in a minute. Now, don't act like that. You sure it's leggings? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, super salad. Dang, soup. Soup. Delicious. Sure? No. Of course not. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> but we got to say something. Prepare rapid fire. Rapid fire. Okay, let's play this one before we go. Are we? I'm like, are we still recording? Okay, go. Okay, so we're gonna play first thing that comes to your mind when you say a word. Okay. 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 All right. All right. Now we've asked these same things before, but let's see the, the growth. Okay. Okay. Be beautiful. Black. Girl. Boy. Loser. Biggest. Job. Entrepreneur. Happiness. Love. Love. Happiness. Wow. Me. Steady. Date. Flower. Purple. Grass. Orchid. Night. Darkness. Homeless. Nothing came to mind. Wow. You're heartless. No. <laughs> right. Heartless. You thought nothing. You don't think anything <laughs> of the homeless. Okay. You go. Okay. That was, that's fine. Okay. Marriage, love, trees, flowers, family, kids, health, everything, white people, devil. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to the Black Health Academy podcast. What, what? Is that not I said that? No, you shouldn't have said that louder. Thank you for tuning in to the Black Health Academy podcast. I feel like there's nowhere we could go from here. Uh <laughs>
we'll be back next time with episode. Uh, we'll catch that pledge next time. <laughs> we'll bring the pledge back next time. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Please, please, please go to the blackhealthacademy.com and join if you haven't already. It is a phenomenal platform and we look forward to taking this journey with you. Until next time. Hey, and just FYI, play these games with each other. Put your devices down and get to know the people around you. Put put everything to the side and spend time with the person that's in front of you, friends, family, whomever. Until next time, peace. Take care.